Sup, everybody, and welcome to Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his lovely wife, Deidre Mobley. And lovely you are, and we are something Thanks, man. like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose that's going to come out of us. We're going to be empty. Empty me. I don't know what that Empty me. Why you up that high? I can't get that high. Stay where you at. I don't want to do that no more. Come on. We talking about what we talking about? Am I married to a compulsive? Are you married to a compulsive life? Are you? Raise your hand. Can't see. Raise your hand. Are you married to a compulsive life? I used to be a long time ago. <laughs> I ain't knew you were married two times. <laughs> I, lied. I lied a little, a little, I lied a little bit. It wasn't that much. On the map, it looked this big. But up close, it looked, it looked this big. We're going to wait because, you know, when she texts and doing this, either she making money. You making money? Mm-hmm. Talk. Tell them what we're talking about tonight. You just telling me that? No, I'm for real. You making money? Yeah. I don't believe you. I promise you. I think that's, that's, you use that. That's just accessible to you. Because you tell me that and you know I'm going to shut up. All right. Are you married to a compulsive liar? Let's talk about what a compulsive liar is. I think I just, I just, I said what a compulsive lie is. This, it says compulsive lying is a state of characterized by exercise, excessive lies, usually without a clear motive or purpose. That's when you lying, it's every time you open your mouth. You ain't even got no reason why you lying. Is it raining outside? Yeah. What you lying for? It ain't. Right. Now, I wouldn't say that you were a, a uh, compulsive or a pathological liar, but once the only time that I really thought that you were is in the breakdown of our marriage, you know, when we had come like no trust between us. Uh-huh. And then at that point, it would be like everything you said, I would I would double check it. Yeah. 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 I lied. I lied to not get in trouble. It's not really a thing, but that's what I thought I was doing. And I lied. I told myself I lied not to get in trouble and I lied not to hurt her. Yeah. Yeah. And which in return wind up hurting her. Right. And did. Anyway, y'all want to find out about that one. Y'all better go. Um, where, where that one at? www.momentswiththemobies.com. Okay. Okay. Go find it. We've got a lot of episodes. So go on the website. Look for it. I'm, I'm not sure what it's labeled as. And if you need to, you might need to go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash moments with the Mobleys. And you can also, all, all our stuff too. is on the website. Yeah. Check so thanks out. so much. Oh, but this is a special invitation for anybody who hasn't to go on 
YouTube and like our YouTube page, Moments with the Mobleys. Uh, subscribe and hit the bell so you can get the notifications when our um yeah, you know you watching it when our episodes go live. You watching it? Just thank y'all so much. It. We appreciate that. Can you can you don't watch it and just watch it and don't never subscribe, please? You said can you don't watch it? What what? Y'all understand. What? They understand. They've been watching me long enough. Long, they know long how enough. I am. Yeah. Just don't don't watch it every all the time and you just don't never subscribe. You got 400 watches. Then subscribe one time. Trust is earned, y'all. We jumping right in tonight. Trust is earned. We starting now? We are we starting now. Okay. Subscribe. Right. Subscribe, thank y'all. Trust is earned, baby. Not give, not just freely given. Is it really? It's because it takes time. So it's let me a, ask you, earning trust is a matter of time, experience, shared intimacy. So what? when you first start dating, what right? And what? you, I'm gonna take you out. I'm gonna take you someplace. I'm gonna surprise you. Take mm-hmm. you to a nice seclude. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take you this place. I want you to see something. Mm-hmm. All that got to be trust. Because if you don't know me like that, and I tell you I want to go on a date, but I want to take you someplace special. Not necessarily. I'm just going to see what you're going to do. Or if you do what you're going to say you're going to do. Well, I then that I'm will start to build special. the trust, trust up. Well, it, first of all, if I'm meeting you for the first Something time, we're going to meet. Right. That's why we're going to meet each other wherever we're going. Oh, and it ain't going to be at your me? house. And ain't. Meet me over here. I'm going to fill up your car, but I want you to ride with me. No. I got something special that I want to show you. Especially show it to me when I pull up at the restaurant or something. So that's how you do the trust? That's You got to earn it, pumpkin. Mm. Okay. Because when I first met you, I didn't trust you. I didn't know you. She I think it goes a little deeper. I don't know you. Yeah, she ain't. She, it was a whole year. And it says right here, it comes after two people have known each other for months or even years. But guess what? It takes a, a while to earn the trust, but it can it be like lost that. in a second. Lose it just like that. Absolutely. Can I tell you why why I lose why you lose it just like tell that? Tell me why, baby. Because if you most of the time when you find out something is a lie. Mm-hmm. The person that finds out that you're lying mm-hmm. begins to look back and rewind the life and be like, huh. So he lied about this. Right. He probably lied about this. Right. And was this even even true? Was this even you that day? You told me you was over there. Was right. you telling me the truth? Right. Or was you doing this? What was this? Is your name really Johnny? Who are right. you? But you remember, and of course, all of y'all know who has, who have been watching um, and stuff like that. When we went through infidelity, what happened was the trust was no longer there at all. And so just what you said is the exact same thing that happened. I know. You know, it's been in, in we had just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. And so what it was in my mind, I started going back like we had. Because remember, I rented a Toyota Sequoia. Mm -hmm. That's when they first came out. I was totally obsessed with them Mm because I loved them. I rented one. We had it for the weekend. We had an amazing dinner. We stayed at a really nice hotel that had a jacuzzi tub in it. And my sister-in-law went 
Um, I text her before we were leaving the restaurant so she could go fill the tub up with bubble, the bubble bath. You did. And the, she put the rose petals around the tub and she lit the candles and everything. It was really nice, y'all. And so our weekend was absolutely amazing. And like right after, maybe like a couple weeks later, I found out. Yeah. And so for me in that moment, it, it was just like going uh, like a, doing a Rolodex, you know, like a movie in my head. Yeah. OK, first, we just celebrated our 10th year anniversary a few weeks ago. Was he putting on? Was he genuine? Like, I know we had some rocky spots uh, leading up to these 10 years. But in the last couple of years, I thought we was like real good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what was in my mind. I'm thinking like we we I thought we were stronger than ever. We was doing good. You know, like you say, when such and such happened, was he lying? Was he telling me the truth? You living a whole nother life, Joker. Like, who are you? Where you come from? Like, am I was I really loving the person that who that I that did I really know you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that was a rough place to be in. Because I had known you for so long. Yeah. And it's like, there ain't no way. You know, I know there were moments when we weren't our best and we weren't on the best of terms. But I was like, nobody can ever make me believe that the last couple years have not been like good, solid. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that was one of my first questions to you. Like, who are you? Like what is what has is our has our whole life been a lot? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so for somebody, but I I I knew I think I knew the answers before I even asked asked them of you. Because I knew even though that part of what happened, I didn't know. I felt like because we had for the few years before that, I felt like they had been so solid and we had really connected in a place or in a way that we never had before. Yeah. Like it was like, even though that hurt, I was like, no, I, I do know him. I know who he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that goes into the fact of you are not your sin or you're not your, the choices that you make, you made bad choices. Yeah. You but did. That, but it took you a very long time to get there. It, it took me, yeah, it took and me a long time to get there. When that situation happened, yeah, everything, the basic stuff that that people think, men and women, that they think when they say certain things, I said all the cliche stuff, everything. You know, yeah, you know, I, I didn't think you loved me. I, you know, I didn't think you wanted me. I didn't think this. Um, it meant nothing to me, this, that, and the other. Here, here is the truth. I was married to this woman and I cheated. I could have stopped at any time, and yeah, it got better. Our relationship did get better. But somehow, somehow in my mind, I was thinking I couldn't hurt her, but then I couldn't hurt the other lady neither. That's how I was thinking. But the truth is, somebody going to get hurt. You got to pick which one it is. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. 
Somebody's going to get hurt. You got to pick which one it is. No, it's not fair. You've been lying, but somebody got to get hurt. So I picked my wife. It was always my wife. But I lied. Even the stuff I didn't say. I, I was, I'm a real smart dude. So, you know, at that point in time, it was, it was, it wasn't that I was, telling her stories it was more as i just wasn't telling her certain things that's it and to me that was less lying than it was lying what it's lies of omission yeah <laughs> it was what it was it was what it was so yeah at that time i had to make a, I, I needed to make a decision it was always my wife yeah i wasn't happy in the marriage in the beginning that gave me no right to step out at all no right to step out at all. No matter how it happened, no matter whatever, it gave me no right to step out at all. But I did. And she found out, not because I told her, but because she actually talked to the young lady. So that's how it all went down. We went through the process of getting it back. Because in my mind, in her mind, she didn't know what she was going to do. In the beginning, she told me to get out a lot. But in my mind, I wasn't going no way. The only way I was leaving was going to be in a body bag because she killed me. But before, I was not, I was not going nowhere. I knew I did not, I could not go nowhere. I didn't know how I was going to fix it. All I knew is I was going to be there. That's it. Body bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be there. So, but you know, go okay, go ahead. So, I. At that point, the 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 raw and honest truth, everything she asked, everything she wanted to know, no matter how much it was going to hurt, no matter what it was going to sound like, no matter what, at that point, no lies, no more lies. I'm telling you everything. And she asked questions throughout a long time. But during that time, I never went nowhere. Now, that's not, I'm not saying that to give me big ups, but it, I was lying. And then it was, I was just lying. I don't when think you it lie, it's like you lie. You lie and you, and then you then put you a story the, in place. You got to lie to cover up the lie. Yeah. So and you then lie to put a story, a story in place to, to do something selfish. Not has nothing to do with neither one of the ladies. No, it, I was lying to do something selfish for myself. Yeah. Yeah, but it's easy. Most people, ninety nine point eight percent of people, when they lie, they lie because they selfish. They got stories. I can't tell her. It's gonna hurt her. It's gonna kill her. It's gonna kill her. It's for yourself. So you won't get caught. So you won't get cussed out. So you won't go through the whole entire thing. So a lie is what exactly it is. It's a lie. It ain't no. It's and most. Most majority primary lies, you lie because you you're being selfish, and that's the that's the truth. What what what's what's happening? It's money. There? Sorry, y'all. <sighs> sorry, y'all. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. So, compulsive lying, mm-hmm. and that's just us being transparent. Yeah, because the show is not about is. the 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 podcast tonight is not about infidelity, but it's about lying, lying, and, and then, most infidelity. 
they lie. That's mixed up in it because you you got to lie about where you're going yeah. or who you're talking to or what you're doing or where you've been. Even the men or women who tell somebody that I'm with somebody and I'm not leaving them. But I mean, I'm attracted to you and I want to get with you. In your mind, that's the truth. Guaranteed somewhere out the business, you go say something to make that person feel good, feel wanted, feel whatever. Yeah. You gonna say something. If you take them to dinner, if you wine and dine, you lying. You giving them a life that's not true. That's not that's not true. Yeah. Whatever you do, take them on a trip and that's a lie. Yeah. All that's a lie. It's a fantasy. So we gonna take it one step further. We talking about compulsive lying. So compulsive lying is a state of characterized by excessive lies, usually without a clear motive or purpose. You lie a lot. Is it raining outside? Yeah, it was raining real hard. Let me go look because he lied about everything. And there ain't no water nowhere. <laughs> It evaporated already. <laughs> nothing. Ain't nothing about that true. Ain't nothing about that true. Yeah. It says, although most lies are delivered to gain something, passive aggression, compulsive or pathological liars seem to purely lie for the practice of itself. That means that you just, I don't know, like you're not in touch with reality. You're not, you, you've done it. I think it becomes habit. You've done it for so long until that's just, it just and rolls. It's just who you are. It's become embedded in you and that's what you do. And some people, some people learn to do this in childhood. Yeah. From what they've seen, how they, their environment, what they've been taught. Other people, it's so many different things that lies can be used for. Other people use it for a defense mechanism. You would never get close to me, so you would never know certain things about my life. You would never know certain things. You ever found out something about somebody, and it connected like 14 dots? Like, that's why this joker... Right. Yeah, I know. Right. If I'd have knew right. that, but that person knew if you'd have right. knew that, it would have never been a... Right. But that's how it happens. And I, I, I truly believe that people who are compulsive liars, it becomes a habit, one, and it becomes living in a false State. world. Yeah, yeah. this is just a false world. But it's a, it's, it can be considered a symptom of other conditions, including personality and mood disorders. I believe that with everything. Yeah. And so it begins, like you said, in childhood and adolescence, you know, you do it to make yourself look, look good in front of, you know, the other kids in the neighborhood or you brag about stuff that you have that you don't really have. And you do it because it makes you look good in their eyes yeah. because you're so, so infatuated about what people think about you or they think about you. And then you grow up in that in that light. I've always said the number one person you got to make believe of a lie is yourself. Is yourself. Once you believe it, you act that thing on out. You become what you lie you, about. Right. And it says it, it becomes, it, it turns into willful behavior. It says compulsive lying is often seen as intentional, willful behavior, but just as the name suggests, lying is an impulse that is difficult to control. 
you can't find out. They can never find out. This, right. this can't never see. They can't never see this part of my life. Yeah. They can't never do this. I have taken on a person who people see me as. So I got the when certain people are around, when certain people see me, I have to step up my level just with my words mm-hmm. here. But the actual fruit of what you say you do, you just say it. Right. There's never no fruit. Right. That's that's why the words say, judge me by my fruit. Look, look and see. I ain't got to say nothing. Look and see what has grown, what seeds that I've sold, and what has grown from them. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes on. It, it is this this the article that we are reading is um off of re, regain.us. Um and again, when when you get to the point to where that's what you've done and it's become a habit habit and you've done it for so long, then that becomes you can you you can barely differentiate between what's the truth and what's, what's a lie. What's real and what's a fact. Yeah. And so it says, like, of course, they're saying that it can be turned around with therapy and seeing a psychiatrist and all these things. But it also states that um, they have to get, and we talk about this all the time, the thing that's on the surface is not not what the thing. That it, right, that it is. That's just that's it manifested. Right. So, there, so what's going to happen is they have to get to the underlying things. What's what what when you started lying at an early age? Because usually the parents will take the child, you know, or if the child is an older adolescent or just whatever, or if it's an adult that's going to see some see somebody, they want to know history to know has this something that's been ongoing. You know, have they always been yeah. a liar? Have they always you know exaggerated to because they felt their family was poor? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, di- or didn't have different things that other kids in the neighborhood had. And so that's where it started at. Yeah. Now I got to lie to make myself look better than what I really am. Even though it's not manifesting or like you said, the fruit ain't there. Yeah. You still going to tell that you going to stick with that same heart lie that you've been given just because that's what that's that's who it's becoming come embedded in you. It says, where was that part of it? Um your lies regularly seem to provide more material comforts. Your ther- therapist might be able to help you create more effective coping tools. So it's like they reprogramming you to help you because that lie was created because of a self-esteem issue. Yeah. Or what you know what I'm saying? Or, or for whatever issue. Because I I met a girl and I'll probably be like, you be meeting all kind of people. But it was a girl that we knew in she would just, I'm talking about Johnny. It would be these fa- what I call these fabulous lies. And I used to be like, but why though? Why? Mm. Why? Because, and I still think to this day that it was because that she thought that she wasn't enough. Yeah. And it was a self-esteem issue. That probably exactly what it was. And I believe wholeheartedly that's what it was. Uh, we had this friend when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my childhood friend that we used to mess with. Because it didn't matter what you ever did in your life. Oh no, not one of they them. They did the exact same thing. Oh, oh, but it, it had was a always story. a little had bit a more. Yeah, it was yeah. always a little bit more. And you know, most of the stories we told were real. But then we began to. I was like, "Hi, there's no way. How? 
then we just started making up stories and he would say he did it but just a little bit more he did a little bit more one I, time, I think I remember you telling time, me about that one time we was doing hide and seek and I was a little older so me and my friends who can get up there we jumped up on top of the roof and we were just laying on top of the roof on the roof chilling I said then when we got ready to get down my dad rolled around the corner we saw him we ran down the back and I was scared to jump off my boy he did a flip off it. I was like where you get Never knew he could do that. So I jumped down, hurt my ankle and everything. We got a beating for that anyway. My daddy saw me as soon as And did. Saw as soon as that. But we told him, we was telling some friends, we told him about that. This is what he said. Oh, I used to get up on top of my roof. I used to do like double somersaults. Yeah, I learned how to do that when I was younger. We used to flip all the time. And my, my cousin used to take me and flip me over. You know how you just jump your foot and flip you over. And I was just used to look at him like, what's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with you? And it was his his life wasn't exciting as he wanted it to be for him. So yeah. he lived through other people's stories. So if you did something, he did it, but just a little bit better. Everything we used to yeah. make up stuff. There's one time I rode a goat. There's one time I I rode a goat. We rode like I rode him. I had a lasso around him and I trained him. So he was like my little riding goat. And I'm like, boy, what, what? He used to ride, I used to ride him like a horse. He used to gallop. He the goat gallop. Oh Jesus! You're crazy, Johnny. And we used to we but, used to do that. We used to just make up stuff. But that's that's a that's a problem. Yeah, that's a that's a it's it's a real problem, and it it stems from self esteem, taught yeah. um, defense mechanism. It's so many things that it could be. Right. And it's, it, it, the bottom line is somebody's not happy or comfortable with their life. With their life. And then and then what we're really talking about tonight, because we just wanted to tell y'all kind of something that we went through that pertained to the whole lying and regaining trust and all that stuff or whatever. But uh, what about if you're married to a compulsive liar? Boop, boop, boop. Get out. Deidre. I'm just playing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm she so sorry. Me, I'm so sorry. She ain't, she ain't me. So listen, you, but you, you got saying, to have a conversation though, right? Because what it's saying is, if your spouse continually seems to lie without a reason, without a motive, I'm talking about just about simple stuff, and you catch him like, like every time, like you, like literally, like, hey, babe, did you did you feed little little man before he left? You know, little Tommy, did you feed little Tommy? How right. Many, how many bottles did you give him? Two. And you looking at the bottle sitting on the counter. So you gave him the two bottles I told you to give him? Yeah. So he not hungry. Yeah, what he crying for? I don't know. So he ain't hungry? No. So ain't got nothing to do with these two bottles you left here on the counter? Click. Yep. What you lying about that for? You don't want your baby to stop crying? But again, it starts before adulthood, y'all. Now you are this woman who have met this man or this man who has met this woman and you done fell in love with him or you loving him and you, you know, and at first, you know, they, 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 they lying and you don't even know they lying cause you really don't know them. But then you get into this relationship and they put and they trying to put their best feet forward and then you get into it and now you realize some some stuff ain't adding up. Yeah. And that's what that's what you have to do. You can't really 
But you're so still in what, that honeymoon stage, so you don't want to believe that they're lying. So what what can't be diagnosed is lying. That's just either you do it or you don't. But a diagnosis behind that. And what it says is... Yeah. yeah. So what it says is, Psychology Today says that compulsive lying can be treated without the presence of another diagnosis. You can try to treat the lying part and... Just like any other thing somebody is addicted to doing, they can possibly stop for a little while. And I forgot what the heck is called when you stop doing something for a little bit, for a large amount of time, but then you start doing it again. Intermittent. No, it's it's called something else, but both of those are good things. So we'll say it's a, a, a relapse, but it's 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 something. I cannot remember. I'm going to look it up. But it's something that you do when it's something, a dark, deep secret. And what it does, what you do, you know why you do it. Or you got an idea why you do it. But it's buried mm. so deep that you've forgotten. And this is like now your real life. But stuff like this, like it damages you from the inside out. Like people get sick from different stuff like this. And you want out, but you don't know how to get out because you don't you got so many layers of a fake life, of fake things, of things you done created that you can't because millions and millions of people in your mind, you think know you as this person. So I got to keep this facade up. Mm -hmm. But that's a lot of energy you putting forth to a lie. And the energy exerts and goes nowhere. You just hurting yourself it's just like anything else what am i i cannot remember the name of well, that I'm but gonna i'm gonna figure it out to, to, but to look it up that actually can damage you so some people get to a place to where they need a break from that and it's almost like running a marathon or running a race <clears> and <throat> you're me. you're just dog tired and then you get a chance to rest and then you come back and it's like you refreshed it's almost like that and, but it really breaks you. It breaks you down. Mm -hmm. It breaks you down from the inside out. It's called white something. I cannot remember. I'm going to find Whitewash. It. Whitewash. That's what it's called. What you going to give me for getting that answer correct? I got you. Let me make it clear. <laughs> did I? I didn't mean to say that. On, yeah, he did. did. He I didn't did mean to say it. it. He I, did I, mean I to say I'm it. I'm good. I'm good. What? Yeah, I'm going to make it clap for what? Oh. <laughs> My wife. She wanted to clap. I'm going to make it clap. Listen, he going to make his hands clap. I'm going to make clap on my leg. On your leg. Clap, 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 clap. Anyway, that, was, that probably was a little too much. That was too much. So listen, but but let's deal with this. How can I tell, and this is saying if my husband, but it's not only the men that's lying, it's ladies too. How can I tell if my I'm put spouse is a pathological liar? If they are Think about this. You gonna start. You may start to notice that he or she tells a variety of different lies. They can be just mundane, you know, inconsequential, just little itty bitty. You know, people think it's just little itty bitty lies and then great big lies. But it may have something that you they think may not have a large impact on your life, or it could be bigger things that may have may have a greater impact. But it says you can also learn the signs of lying and become comfortable with confronting your spouse 
when you suspect they're being deceptive. Some people know, like legit know that their spouse is lying, but because they don't want to deal with it, they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to, they just, you know, want to stay in a, a cool place, you know, because the person who's lying may get violent. They may get, you know, or get in that stance where they may try to put it back on you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's another that's another way to deflect it. Deflect it off of them, off of themselves and back onto you to make you think now nah, you the one who's crazy and you the one who's lying. That's 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 called pulling you in. That that thing so thick in your mind and in your head, and you, you've been living there for so long, and now this person is attached to you and they becoming a part of your life and y'all doing this, they pulling you into their fantasy. Yeah. And now before you know it, you doing stuff you never thought you would do. Um I ain't gonna say that. You're crazy. But it does also say that people that have diagnosed mental health problems, babe, yeah. are at a higher risk for compulsive lying. So, so a mental health issue could be tied to their lying, or like you said, it could be a di- diagnosis without the the you know. Yeah. So this is actually the definition of whitewash. Okay. It's an attempt to stop people find, from finding out the true facts about a situation. Yeah. So what happens is if somebody's getting too close to finding out your secret, mm-hmm. then you pull back and you just stop doing it altogether. This. This is not a well. That don't good even sound like they got a mental health issue, listen, or that they don't know what this they're is doing. deeper. This is this is whitewashing is deeper because it's not something that nobody wants to stop. It's something that somebody don't want to get found out about. Yeah. So it's almost like if you getting too close to finding out the secret, I got to get you off this and put you on something else. They're getting too hot over here, so I got to get you on something else, and then you get on that, and then eventually down the road, the person starts lying again and bringing up the story and putting you back in the mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So they they thinking you done, and then now they trying to get you to buy in the stuff. Compulsive lying is something serious, y'all. Yeah, it's compulsive lying is something serious. I do believe, like Deidre said, I I do believe that it can. It can people can be helped from it, but you gotta want it. Yeah, and most people don't want it until they're found out. They get caught red-handed, and then the reality they fall from the fantasy into the reality of now I'm gonna lose my wife. Uh-huh. I'm gonna lose my husband. I'm gonna lose my family. My kids. I'm yeah. gonna lose my job. I'm gonna lose. See, then that's all the reality. That they done brought their reality up into their fantasy. Now the fantasy gone. Yeah. The reality is hit. Now you on ground. So now everything begins to hit. And most of the time that what happens. You want to change now. Because you don't want to lose everything. So you have to become. You got to get this out your life. And that's when most people do it. Yeah. Most people who lie and live in that fantasy. They'll tell you they like it. But whether whether being married to or dating a compulsive liar, it can become taxing on the mind, on your mental health. The mm. the, the other partner mm. who is not in that, you know, who's not the compulsive liar. But it says if the the first step to 
I guess, to bringing it to a head is to confront the person. And that's why I said a lot of spouses may not say nothing because they don't want to, one, face the reality of it. There may be some backlash against it. And they don't you know, know how the person is going to right. react. Right, 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 most right. People, yeah, most people right. get caught in a lot that's deep like that. Yeah, they do respond probably out Ang- of character. Angry and yeah, out of angry. character that they didn't even think they was going to yeah. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a yeah. person not wanting you to know the secret. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm reminded when we were just when we were just saying that just a minute ago of a movie that I did watch on Lifetime and it was based it no, it was either on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix because I think it was like the 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 different um I had to watch like the different episodes or whatever. I can't even remember. But it was based on a true story and the husband ended up killing the wife and the two kids. And I think I told you about it. I don't I don't think you watched it, it with me. It was based on a true story. The husband ended up killing the wife and the two kids because he had parts of it was saying like she was this overbearing wife. But then other parts were, you know, like she was, I think I do she, remember you know, that. she was a, she took care of, she loved her kids. She loved her family. She started in the, in the episodes, what it was showing that she was becoming unsure of herself because he didn't, he acted like he didn't want to be with her sexually, um, you know, and stuff like that or whatever. But she went away to visit her family and then some of his family. And while she was gone, he was like legit having a relationship going yeah. out with and stuff. This lady that he worked with. And so when she came back home, you know, eventually he was sneaking and lying and she found like receipts or the bank statements. And what happened um, when she confronted him about it, um, I think he would have. Okay, so what happened was he she went out of town and she came back and then she ended up telling him that he ended up telling her, I think, that he like wanted a divorce. Mm. And then she was like, you know, I knew when you said you were doing so-and-so, you really weren't. And so all this stuff started coming out. And then she started telling him. She she confronted him on it. Like, I know you been seeing somebody else. Da, 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 da. But guess what I'ma do? I'ma tell, I'ma tell everybody about you that you ain't who you really say you are, who you really say and that he, you are. He choked out on the bed, didn't he? He choked out. I remember that. Yeah, you're not she, she confronted him. You you're not who you say you are. You ain't gonna have nothing because I'm gonna take you to the bank and just all this stuff. And he choked her out in a fit of rage because he didn't want to be found out. Yep. And then the kids happened to wake up, or one of the daughters, and he ended up putting the body in. Wrapping it in the sheet or something, pulling it down the stairs, put her in the car, put the kids in the car. And he worked like on some, what is it, like a oil something, these oil drums or on these oil fields or something like that. And put them in there, put the, the, the little girls in there alive, but put the wife in there. And eventually, you know, he confessed, I think, to like the daddy yeah. or something like that or whatever. But when you start stuff like that. And you got the lie, and on top of lie, and on top of lies, on top of more lies to cover up that lie. It, I mean, it it ain't worth it because you do turn into somebody that you never. That man probably never thought that he could do something like that to his wife and his kids. Yeah, but it ended up happening. <laughs> that's that's almost like Jesus. When you say when you say um, Sleepy Johnny, that wake Johnny. 
It's, well, it's I don't need like you to be you that say. sleepy no, until you. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, but just think about that. Some people, you know, people who say, you know, I, if I get that mad or if I get that tired or if if this situation happens, you know, I'm put in this situation. This is who I turn into, and it's almost like a um, an excuse to give you permission to to act the way however you act. Yeah, it's not really you. You yeah. know, and and. I got my thoughts about this stuff. I'm, we, we probably got to do a part two on this. But it said, because compulsive lying is not a condition in and of itself, there is no dedicated therapeutic treatment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but therapists can treat the underlying cause. The underlying stuff. Yeah. So it's underlying stuff. We know that. And this is, it say compulsive lying can be a manifestation of a personal a personality disorder such as antisocial personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, but can also be a symptom of mode disorder such as anxiety, depression, or bipolar disorder. And I I believe more in some of this now than I did before I studied psychology and the human brain and body and stuff. That it's certain things that can happen, and I think when this stuff, when the beginning of this stuff begin to manifest, mm-hmm. I think people can can strengthen it, so it becomes stronger than what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it should be. It's almost like if a if a cold, if you catch a cold or something, and you don't treat it, but you don't think it's that bad type thing or nobody Mm. don't recognize what it is yeah you know whatever the case is so this is what it can turn into so i do think it gets it's worse i do believe in most of these disorders um because there's some stuff is actually scientific proof that it exists um so yeah but it can be and that can start that can be the border that can be the core of what it is and you take the core of um, borderline personality disorder and you put it into a culture or an environment or an atmosphere and live in that particular atmosphere for however long and you're not able to change it for however long. Um, people see signs of certain things in you and they just think you being bad or they just think you just hyperactive or they just think whatever and they don't really treat it. They just do different things with it. And people who don't know who they are, their identity, uh, understand what their purpose is, stuff like this can happen. And, you know, on one of our, on one of our episodes, we talked about um, people wanting to be other people because they see you know what they do or what they have and they think if they become that person then they can get the results that that person has and that's what get them not understanding or not trying to grab a hold and embrace who they are Mm -hmm. so you begin to nurture and feed and grow something that grows bigger than you and now you in a, a place where you done been living all these other different people's lives for yeah. 30 years. Yeah. And yeah, if you've been living all these different people's lives and people believe it. But just as it took time for that to develop. Yeah. It'll, it's going to take time. It takes time for those 
walls and those barriers and all those, you know, those lies and those things to be, you know, broken down. Because yeah. like they said, they can treat the underlying causes and try to build you up like that. But then what it what it also says is what we always talk about. You are not, you have, once it's gone on for so long, you now, you are now labeled. Yeah. As a, as a compulsive liar, because it's your pattern. And the last thing a compulsive liar want to be known as is a compulsive, compulsive liar. Yep. And the only way to try to even think about turning that thing around is for them to admit it. I've, to admit you know it. You got to admit it that you I've got did, a problem. I've did studies that actually have compulsive liars like research how to be what they're lying about. Like literally research, have the bullet points, can tell you all the information, and they ain't never, ever, ever been that in their life. But because of the information that they have, they will literally go study that stuff and become that per they will do the research to become that person. Yeah. That's how much, that's how strong they believe in that. That's how much they need for other people to see them as that that person. Yeah. And that's a that's a serious problem. That is. That's that a serious is. problem. Yeah. And the one thing that I've always n- known or I thought about or whatever, I'm a, I'm the type of person where I like to um what this next part is talking about like the signs that someone's lying, like physical signs, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so I, this first one that they list as far as physical gestures, like I'm kind of leery, I, it, especially when I meet somebody that I don't know. It's like, I'm if you can't look me out of the eye, I'm kind of leery. Or while I'm talking to you, yeah. you looking down or you looking around, there's never any eye to eye, you know, contact with me. Or um, you can't keep still. Right. Or you moving you side to side. Right, uh, you know, you doing all this stuff, or you turn around, got your hand <laughs> on your head. What you doing? No, what they say is on your head or your no. They say you're touching your throat, your neck, neck and your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. Or you, or you stuttering or stammering, repeating yourself, or trying to, you know, trying to think of what to say to put it together to, to make, I guess, to make the lie good or whatever. Just like you say, repeating what you have studied. Or yeah. what you, you know, or what you think is, is want, wanted to be said. And the crazy thing is, or pause before thinking. Yeah, That's what I was going to say. The crazy yeah. thing is, some people study this stuff and make it happen so, so much. To they, they've literally become. The, remember, the first person to believe the lie, you have to convince of the lie yourself. Right. right. Now, once you once you take the part on and you become that person, that's big. That I applaud a lot of actors. Because some of their parts, they play so well. Like, you believe who they playing. <laughs> but then you think about how can you separate getting that deep into that character and then go home and try to live a normal life. Mm-hmm. It's big. You know, even um, LL Cool J said he played a movie and he got so deep into the movie that he had to, like, separate himself from his family for a minute. For he went back. Because he became this dude in this movie. He was that dude for real. He played the part. He played the part, though. I can't even remember what the movie name, name of the movie was. Um, he played a big, big drug big lord. Big drug, di- yeah, drug lord, yeah. And he was big in the community and everything. But, yeah, pausing before you think, 
They pause before thinking they need a moment to consider their answer, whereas telling the truth is a little bit more automatic. Yeah. They might look at the door or look at their watch or otherwise signal that they're done with the conversation or that they want conversation to be over. Yeah. Yep, they're getting antsy because they think they're going to say something that's going to reveal a lie that they done told that they didn't remember. And one thing so now they're getting antsy about it. Blinking, not blinking, or overzealous eye contact because they may overcompensate yeah. for the nervousness of because, not getting the lie wrong. Because they know. They know all this stuff. They know yeah. that if they don't look some people in the eye that the people ain't going to believe them. Yeah. So, But it's not natural. It's not a natural thing. They 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 make it look crazy. So instead of you know talking to somebody and looking at them in their face and say yeah, so this is what we're gonna do as we move forward with this that or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. They doing this, yeah. So you know, um, right. So yeah, we gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna start at ten, and we gonna need the, the the money to get it done. You 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 understand what I'm saying, right? You sickening. You are so sickening with these these examples and these and your illustrations and stuff. All I'm saying is I'm trying to just get the people to where they need to be at. Hmm. How do you get the truth out of a liar? I, and I, they say confrontation. It says confrontation. Confrontation, but, but on a one on one level, and like tell them like, look, I'm not even gonna give the, you the opportunity to to tell me no lie. I know you was lying. Yeah. And here's the thing. I love I, you, but I know you lying to me. I counsel, I counsel, we counsel a lot of couples. We counsel, I counsel men. And I've I've literally probably got about, probably about three to four men that I've counseled that actually came to me for help. Because then their life, they got caught and it was no way out. And these are men who have hearts. They, they, they do care, they're compassionate, they love and they wanted to stop, didn't know how to. So once you feel like you've done this for so long, you have to keep doing it. So what happened is, you know, the wife found out. Mm-hmm. She ain't feeling it. She about to leave. I can't trust nothing you say. And I'm taking these babies with me because they will not wind up being like you. And, you know, losing jobs, almost losing houses. All this stuff. And they get to a place and they've broken down and they said, I don't want to be this dude no more. I don't know how to stop. Yeah. The only way you can get that kind of help is you got to be tired of being tired of being tired. That's it. Yeah. And then after that, your words can literally, you can, it got to be through show from here on out. Yeah. You can't you can't tell them that you will be better. You got to show them that you will be better. And I'm glad you led into that, babe, because that's what I was thinking. Like the only way that our the trust was regained in our relationship was the fact that you showed me different. Yeah. You told me half the time I wasn't believing you, but you told me and you consistently told me, even when I acted like I didn't want to hear it. You told me and you showed me. And I did not I did you, not put a time it. limit on it. Right. It's not a time limit. It. If I do this for six months, you should have been believe me by now. That ain't how that worked. The change got to happen for real. And yeah. they're not gonna believe you after six months. Yeah. After two years, the belief might start coming in. And then guess what? They might re hey, nah, that look 
You told me you was going to, I did, but this is what happened. I had to do a reroute. My phone, I lost my, you know, the phone died. I left my charger at work. All this stuff can be true. But just because you said it and you wasn't, it's gone. Yeah. So even, yeah, even after two years, two and a half years, five years, you've been doing this and that happens, that can still come up and the reaction and the response can still be like that from the person you lied to. Yeah. But you got to be okay with that. I've always said this. If if I let the bear in the house, we got to get the bear out the house piece by piece. So because I let this in and I feel better and I think we need to move on don't mean it's out the house. So whenever it gets out the house, all the way out the house, then we good. But there's still scars. So, yeah, every now and then, ow. So, you want me to believe that your phone died. You had to take a whole nother route that took you a whole hour and a half to get on. And you ain't got no car charger. So, you couldn't call me. And here you are, hour and a half, but now you home three hours later. Really? This what you're going with? So, you back to your old stuff now. Most men, all women, they get pissed off. Because that happens. But that's the residue of a decision like that. And you have to understand that. Yeah. You just have to understand that. You're you dealing with a situation that a person that you spent time with, special times and all this stuff, that now they don't think, they questioning that entire thing. So, yeah, how can it not be true because it felt good and it was good and it just didn't make me happy. It made the kids happy. It made mom and daddy happy. So it made people happy. So how could something like that be such a real moment and not be real? Mm -hmm. So they question it. So yeah, the residue is there. It's going to happen. This, this what happened with me and my wife is there. We don't, we, we use it now to help couples. Yeah. But at one point in time, it wasn't nothing that we talked about. We did it. We talked about it. And as y'all know, I'm I'm a funny, I think I think I'm a funny dude. So sometimes I would say something that was out of line. Yeah. I it was too soon. It wasn't ready. I probably should have never said stuff. But she put me in line and I took it. Because I allowed that. I just have to be mature enough to know if I punch her in her throat and she forgive me for punching in her throat, I can't tell her how the pain felt. I can't tell her she should be over it now. I can't tell her she should be talking different now. I can't tell her that. You should be able to sing now. It's been six months. It's been three years. I don't mm -hmm. know what kind of damage I did. You don't know what kind of damage you did. And this is for somebody who was not expecting this. It's different if you're a boxer and you're expecting to get punched. It's totally different if you're not a boxer and you get punched by a boxer. That's different. So you just got to understand that. Yeah. And you got to want you got to want your marriage, man. You got to want your marriage enough to do whatever you got to do to keep it. And if there's a chance for that to happen, then you make it happen. But I can almost guarantee you most of the time when you find out about it it ain't because they confessed it's because you just found out which makes it worse
which makes it worse. So, but it can be. It it is is uh, crazy as it may sound. You know there there there's help available, but as help with everything, you know, alcoholism, you know, uh, uh, any other addiction, you know, um, you got to confront the problem and want want help. Yeah, yeah, you got to want confess that there is an an issue and want help. And like they say, you know, the 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 over the the excessive drinking and the alcoholism. It don't that ain't the problem. It's the underlying stuff. Yep. Why are you uh, what doing you it? trying to numb? Yeah. Why are you? And lying? we talk about that with couples all the time. It's not the that we are, the the arguing about you not putting the toilet seat down. It's something. It's something else yeah. up under there. Cause y'all dang near the blows about a toilet seat. What else is up under there? But if you want help, you can get it. Yeah. You have to go back to that thing. That you done forgot about because you done buried it so far deep down, but you look like it and you respond to it on a regular basis. Yeah. It's it's your entire life now. It's your entire life. You yeah. want love. You want a marriage. You want a woman. You want a man. But you treat them like they done abuse you because that's what you put up with your entire life. Yeah. So... Although you want the good things and some things resemble that you coming out of stuff, that part right there, you still responding as if you that eight-year-old boy, eight-year-old little girl that been abused. That happens. And you have to revisit that. And you have to get help with that. And you have to forgive for that. And you have to release that. And then you have to move on from that and build healthy. That's the only way it can on happen. Top of it. Yeah. It ain't even yeah. on to, it ain't even on top of well, it. Well, not on top of it, but you in place build of healthy in yeah. place of it. Yeah. In so place you get of. rid of because if you don't know it's there or know where it's at, then you get rid of that and then you begin to build yeah. fresh from yeah. there. And we we know what we're talking about, because we help people on a regular basis, so we know. And this is stuff that we do. So yeah, you can be healed from a compulsive life. That's a, that's a thing, but it's a yeah. byproduct of the real stuff. Yeah, it, it's a byproduct of the real stuff. Yeah, and I say this when it comes to anything, you put anything against the the healing powers and just God. And I say this for everything. And Johnny knows this, and other people who know me, who you know, I tell stuff to who are going through anything. And to me, this is just another thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That God is greater than anything you'll ever go through, you'll ever face, you'll ever encounter. He's greater. And he he gives, you know, people, you know, that's how that's how he uses people to help people. Yeah. So the psychologists, the psychiatrists, the counselors, you know, they they can help, but it, it, they ain't gonna come to your house and knock on your door. Yeah. Just like Johnny said, you got to want it. And so, and like I said, just remember that he's greater. So even if your first confession has to be to him, that I have a problem, Lord. <laughs> and then ask him, God, sit with your help. Send or show somebody, me, yeah, show me where I need help. to go, yeah, for help. Ex- expose it, yeah, so. We can take the power from it. Yeah, absolutely. Just expose it. Whatever absolutely. you got to do, however you do it, 
expose it so the power can be taken from it Absolutely. so I can gain my footing and I and can start free. living life and be free. Jesus, free. Because if, if long as you lie, long as it's a secret, Bondage. long as the only person you know, Bondage. you ain't free. Okay. You, you ain't free. Amen. So all the pains and aches and all this other stuff and all this other stuff, you ain't free. That was wrong with me. I don't know. You just you a liar? You pathologically lying yeah. to me? Well, this has been the last episode of Pillow Talk. The Moments devil is a liar. God is exalted. <laughs> We're never defeated. Amen. We ain't never defeated. Amen. That was a part that we Amen. we ain't practiced, but we just used it just now. Amen. No, you started it, and not me. I always fall. I always fall victim to you. She go follow me. I'm gonna follow you as you follow Christ, and that's why I keep following Jesus. Amen. Because she keeps saying she go follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. And the Lord loves her. He loves you too, baby. He loves me. He loves us. He loves us all. He loves you and you and you and you and you. But this is how, this is my thinking. He loves her and he loves me, but he gave me her for me to take care of. If I don't do right, but by her oh. daddy. Oh. Oh. And if she don't do right by my daddy, he loves me. All right, this has been Pillow Talk. That just got real strange. I I, I don't know. I I, I think I'm a little. He tired. I'm a little on that. I think a little bit. All right, well, come on, let's end it. And I produce it. But I hope we help somebody. She texting now, so she ain't paying us no attention. I hope we help somebody. Y'all, go to Moments with the Mobleys and check us out. I don't even know if we said that yet. We probably did. We said it earlier in the podcast. Moments with the Mobleys. Dot com. com. You go, you subscribe to YouTube, you will get $10. That's a lie. We just talked about compulsive lying. I try to pull oh. you into a world. Oh. That's not true. Oh. Oh. But if you subscribe, oh. you'll keep getting good, great information. Amen. And we'll make you laugh a little bit, Amen. Too. I love you, Mo. I love you, too, baby. All right. We got to go. We out. This has been Pillow Talk. I'm sorry. This has been Pillow Talk. Mo's with the Mo's. I'm just a little tired. That's all. I get a little silly when I'm tired. This has been Pillow Talk. Moments with the Mobleys. I am a very a little tired Johnny Mobley Jr. Y'all about to get sleep, Johnny. And I'm his wife, Deidre. And we something like an ordinary couple, y'all. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out. Night, night.